Hey, you. Hey, Lis- how's it going? Listening to our podcast. How's it going? Welcome to Family Records. My name is Matt Rodolfi, and I'm joined by my cousin and friend, Blake Sweet. What's up, Blake? Not much. Uh, we're recording during the day today. I know. So I'm really hoping we've got a different uh, energy to the podcast. <laughs> a little energy. We're more awake, more ready to go. Um, I'm just excited that I say hello to you because what we got, we've, this will come out a little later, but since we've dropped, we have 12 listens. Yeah. <laughs> who, who knows if any of them are hanging around, but, you know, I mean, it's kind of like cool. Six or seven of them is probably us. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's true. I mean, it, we haven't advertised or anything, and we're still not on iTunes. We're still having issues yeah, with that, right? Right. So. And iTunes has historically been one of our bigger yeah. traffic apps. Uh, whatever. It's exciting. And yeah. it's, like you said, it's daytime. <laughs> like, Usually we record these on a Friday night after all of my children go to bed. And today, <laughs> we're doing it during nap time. <laughs> well, yeah. And I mean, this had to be, what, rescheduled twice? Yeah. Well, for a big reason. Yeah. Things are starting to open up in California, and Blake is finally hitting the stand-up scene again, getting his name out there. That's exciting. How was yeah. that? Uh, it was a lot of fun. Like, like my experience with stand-up isn't really all that much, because I got well, started just before everything this, shut down. Let's lay this out for the listener, if there is a listener, real quick for this. so Because you, you got into stand-up in Montana. Yeah. You were doing open mics, and then, boom, you were just starting out. Yeah, I had gotten and then three COVID under hits. my belt. Three under your belt, then COVID hits, yeah. and everything shut down. Um, and since then, Fat Tanger Productions, we've started really pushing things, and you moved back to California mm-hmm. in order to prep yourself for this and now the world is opening up and ellis rodriguez our other owner and co-host and friend of fat four to tango you know ellis rodriguez if you haven't heard us talk about him you know what the hell you're listening to yet um, <laughs> ellis was kind enough to be like dude come out this is the scene this is where you got to be all that stuff and, and you went out with him yeah and it was the first time you met him yeah right we've been in business <laughs> in for over a year <laughs> <laughs> digital world of covid man uh. That's exciting, but it was fun. Oh, a yeah, lot of it was people, a lot of or... fun. It was it was a lot of fun being around live comedy. Yeah, uh, and especially a big step up from the dinky little karaoke bar open mics <laughs> I was doing in Montana. How did it feel? <laughs> Do you feel like excited, intimidated about um, getting out there? What? Do you have a plan I, to go out yet? I don't just yet. Like I I know there's a few open mics this week. I'm I know gonna, it was only last night. So. Yeah, I'm gonna go and hit a couple of them this week if i can i'm gonna try and at least go once or twice yeah um you've been doing the online yeah. stuff but that's awkward i've been watching yeah, some of that the man. online it's, stuff is it's a little awkward it's it's not stand up it's not it's i can see it's how it's comedy i can see how it's useful to get your material out but yeah it's like they treating it like stand up i think is where the flaw is yeah you need a slight variation that makes it work for yeah, the whole is. thing with and like I mean, good the, on the guy that was running it, the yeah, one that you were doing because yeah, like sure. he was putting it out there and getting comedians a little bit of exposure, which is right. badass. 
Well, and that's like, there is still value to the Zoom shows. It's just, it's a lot less testing out and seeing if your material works and a lot more like hearing it said out loud. Well, and there's, there's not, uh, there's not that electricity in the air. Right. You know? Right. So yeah, you really just, you're proofreading out loud. Like, yeah. Like if, if live open, if live open mics are like a dress rehearsal, this Uh zoom comedy is like a table read. (laughs) Okay. That's a good little breakdown. I I think, yeah, I get that. Um, but there's a, I mean, it must've been awesome. The electricity. Was it, was there anyone out there that went up there and bombed? No. Really? Just all killing any yeah. open micers or was all season? No, bets? it was just, so okay. it was a, uh, it was a host, a featuring act, and then Ellis headlined. Ellis was a headliner. Yeah. Hell yeah. Again, let's do a quick shout out to Ellis. We were just talking about it, talking to him yesterday. It'd be awesome to get him out here to chat with him about family stuff. But um, if you haven't checked him out, go check him out. His albums are online. Every, I mean, everywhere. Yeah. We've got two podcasts by him. that on Spotify yeah. and iTunes. Apple Music, all that um also you can check him out he has my two cents with ellis rodriguez and the nos which are two podcasts we have released with he's released yeah. in conjunction with fat tango yeah and they um, are available on the podcasts yeah they're available wherever you get your podcasts yeah they got more listens than <laughs> than us and family records well, so. i mean ellis is an established comedian and we're three nobodies <laughs> yeah so <laughs> well and, and the nos is cool because he has other established comedians yeah. on so it's it's a fun little uh, back and forth. I, it's enjoyable, but, but yeah, I'm yeah. glad you went out, dude. I'm really am. I'm high. I am too. I, I've kind of been in a rut with everything being shut down. And yeah, not knowing anybody who's running shows or whatever. Well, and, so I didn't even really have anywhere to go yeah. for comedy for a while. And so far into in 2021, we've all just been the four of us have just been keeping our head down and yeah. hustling on Fat Tango and. Like we can finally lift our heads. We're doing podcasts. Yeah. The world's starting to open a little bit. I mean, a bunch of, you know, there's, we might be able to go places without masks on soon. Like that's exciting. Oh, dude, <laughs> dude. Uh, so the first time we rescheduled was not for Ellis's stand-up show. It was, uh, I had some friends come to town. Oh yeah. How was that? Um, that was a lot of fun. So everybody in my friend group is vaccinated. Oh, nice. Now. So you got we to all, hang yeah, out like old we, times. Yeah, we hung out like normal. Like we still just. So we went out, we watched uh, my friends Carlos Ventura and Lucas Sanchez. Shout out. Go check them out. Lucas has an album out on Spotify and iTunes. Was, is it under his name? Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, it was a lot of fun. We went out and watched them play because live entertainment's finally coming back. <laughs> yeah. It's so nice. And then, yeah, we went over uh, to my friend's house and hung out like, there wasn't a pandemic going on. That's awesome. Oh. Well, I mean, it's it's stopping. Yeah. <laughs> it seems like we're finally about to be out of it. It's incredible. Yeah. And maybe we can get people to come to our show. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh. And that night I drank an egg beer. What on earth is an egg okay. beer? So hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Give me this because you just yeah, threw yeah, a little yeah. bit of a left. Uh, <laughs> okay, whoa, 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 okay. What's an egg beer? So it's literally this. We were sitting there at the concert, and my friend Jr. Shout out Jr. Um, had seen on the wire. Apparently, there's a scene where a bunch of dock workers are meeting up at the bar in the morning before work, and they just all crack an egg into their beer and pound it. For extra protein? Yeah, and so he was just sitting there, like, obsessing over it. I want to try this. I want to try this. And how was it? 
honestly, you didn't even know the egg was in it. <laughs> but you felt like you had a little more energy, right? Good protein. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't there get over the like... fact that you have a friend named JR. Does he run a newspaper? What? No. <laughs> is he a reporter? He's what? just got two first names. <laughs> J- what is it? What's the John two- Ross. John Ross. That's not the two names I would have expected. John, no. John, but John Ross, huh? <laughs> JR. Come in here, JR. I've got a scoop for you. <laughs> <laughs> He sounds like he wouldn't give up Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> Very true. Yeah, and he actually is one of our 12 listeners. Is he so. really? Oh, shout out, JR. What's up, buddy? I ain't trying to talk crap, you know? <laughs> That's all right. Uh, he's no, no, just no. happy he's getting shouted yeah, out. Yeah, sure. Well, in all seriousness, I say that because JR is kind of a a bold name, man. I mean, it's just the two to go with the two letters, like, I don't know that newspaper <laughs> reporter stuff sounds like someone who's got their crap together. Or you know, maybe if you wrote the Hobbit, <laughs> yeah, then Jr. I mean, well, he's a Jr. So that's yeah, uh, a little shy on the R's. <laughs> Let's move on to our our whiskey today because right. we're sitting here talking. Our whiskey's getting nice and icy and cold. Um, this is the segment of the show where we get a little bit buzzed and drink some whiskey because Blake and I like whiskey and we have decided to explore it together on this show. And now we get to drink today whiskey at three in the afternoon yeah that's <laughs> on a sunday and i'm a, i get to go after this and be a father again so that'll be fun <laughs> all right so today we are drinking journeyman featherborn bourbon journeyman featherborn bourbon yeah and featherborn apparently is it, it's not a type of whiskey at well, all it's just the brand name of journeyman the- this sounds like a skyrim classification <laughs> journeyman feather well he's journeyman class he's a featherborn from the featherborn in the east <laughs> it was enchanted with a soul stone <laughs> he's a bourbon if you drop it it just gently <laughs> <laughs> journeyman feather okay so journeyman distillery is in three oaks michigan uh in a building that used to belong to a staunch prohibitionist, E.K. Warren. Someone made a whiskey distillery in a prohibitionist's old... It uh, looks like a schoolhouse. What? Yeah. What is this? Uh, <laughs> that is one <laughs> hell of a story. So, yeah, I guess if you're in the <laughs> Three Oaks area, go check out Journeyman yeah, Distillery. This check sounds out the epic. Old, yeah, that's pretty badass. Yeah. Like to, <laughs> Like, hey, I think I'm going to make a whiskey distillery. Maybe before we plug them, we should actually try yeah, the whiskey. Yeah, let's try it. Maybe it sucks. Let's see. Jink. There we go. Ooh. Whoa. There's that a lot is of, tasty. Is that rye up front? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of rye up front, but then it really s- sweetens up. Yeah, it washes out. It almost out. gets to like a... Almost instantly. Like, like rum sweet. Almost. Yeah. 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 Huh. That is interesting. It's kind of has like a, it's like, it's, it's playful and it's, it's friendly, like a, like a schoolyard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's very pure. It's, <laughs> you know, it's untainted. It tastes like a fourth grade reading level. <laughs> oh, yeah. That is, that is a fine bourbon. That's good. I like it a lot better. What did we have last week? The few. Yeah. I like this a lot better than yeah. the few. I like the. It's so different. It is. It's. It's got its own unique taste. Um, there's a. It feels complicated. Like the, yeah. you're getting hit with a lot of flavors at once. 
Whereas like a lot of other bourbons, it's like you taste this on the tongue and then Yeah, well and it's you get like different sweet, levels of aftertaste. But not like sweet. You know, it's mm. not like um where sometimes something might be sweet and it's like it just tastes what's the word? You know, like, like sugary. I, yeah, like sugary. Like, like McDonald's yeah. sweet tea. Like a McFlurry. A McFlurry. <laughs> McFlurry, sorry. Okay, I've been watching this TikTok guy I found. <laughs> and he does all these bits about this is what it'd be like if I was uh, Australian. Have you not seen that? No. Okay. All right. Sorry. That was in my mind. I realized you didn't know that. I shouldn't have quoted it. But okay. So there's this video he does. The recent one is like, this is what it would be like if I ordered an Oreo McFlurry at McDonald's if I was Australian. He was like, hello, what can I get you? This is my terrible Australian accent. <laughs> like, I'd like to order an RER McFlurry. <laughs> Wait, is what this the dude are? that was like, if I was an Australian interviewing for a job? <laughs> yeah, my part farley I think you are. did show me. <laughs> <laughs> my part farley That's what it was. Arnau. Arnau. Narmarariar. Narmarariar. Where the hell do people come up with this stuff? <laughs> I don't know. TikTok is gold. It's so... I'm, I'm, oh, it's so dumb. Sorry. A little dis distraction. It reminds me of a McFlurry. I mean, I guess I have no room to talk because I tried an egg beer. <laughs> That's but... <laughs> fair. You should have TikToked it. Yeah. I should have. <laughs> Actually, we got a video. So load just... <laughs> it. That'll be your key to fame, man. The thing that brings you over the edge. I wonder if this would go well. You want one of these? Yeah, sure. All right. So let me tell you about these real quick. It's funny because it was the last episode we were talking about France. Yeah. Okay. So these I found at Costco like months ago, right? Shortly after we got back from Paris. Mm. Uh, well, I guess it wouldn't have been months ago. It would have been <laughs> pre-pandemic. Um, but they had them at Costco. And I was like, oh, these are interesting. I tried one. They're all right. We didn't do it this time. But you put them in the microwave for a second and warm it up just so it like, feels fresh. They're imported from France. Oh. Yeah. So they're so actually is... made like in France in the French style. It's still a little processed. It's not quite there, but it's very close to... Well, I'm sure French processed is better than American <laughs> processed. Don't to, to, you say that, but I've also been in Paris and had like amazing Madelines, and I've also had Madelines in the mall at Paris, and those sucked. So, you know... <laughs> also, I'm sure assault. our listeners love hearing us unwrap. Opening, yeah. Well, so I thought it's, it's a fun story because I've been looking for them since I found a bag forever ago, and there was a ton, and I bought one. And then every time I've gone back to Costco, they've been gone. Um, hmm. And my wife always knows that I look for them every single time. And my mom will send us diapers and stuff here and there for my kids from Costco. Just, well, yes, two days ago, I got home from work and there was a giant box uh, just sitting. <laughs> and I was like, what? Someone sent me a box. I opened it up. These packages probably have like two dozen in each package. Oh, and she said five. <laughs> <laughs> and it made my whole freaking week but shout out mary joe try it out oh, it's a chocolate croissant it's got some nutella in it something feels like it would go good with this bourbon oh we are classy here at family records chocolate <laughs> croissants and featherborn bourbon imported chocolate croissants mm. and journeyman featherborn <laughs> <laughs> made in the old schoolhouse of E.K. Warren. Featherborn. You Dragonborn. That's why I keep thinking Featherborn. <laughs> the Dragonborn. But no, yeah, this is this is really good. I do you have any guesses other than the rye what's in it? Nortella. 
<laughs> Sorry. I've been, apparently, I didn't even run for the lunch because I'm just chowing down. I just thought that was funny that my mom sent me a giant box. And actually, if anyone actually has listened to this, my mom is the one of our only guests, so they actually know who she is. Yeah. <laughs> which is kind of funny because she's totally the type to be like, oh, he's looking for one. Let me send him an insane amount <laughs> because she knows me. <laughs> Let's see. If I'm guessing, it tastes like spring water. Yeah. No? Like, like there's a something in there. Maybe it's the ice. Maybe it's because I got Colgan in here. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I know the rye, but the more I drink it, the less I taste the rye. Yeah. Weirdly. Hmm. I don't know, man. I mean, I suck at this. I get, I get the caramel and the vanilla, which is pretty typical, but it's it's very subtle. Yeah, I don't really taste a lot of fruit either. Yeah, I don't know. It's this is an interesting one yeah i i like it it's, it's very a, smooth it's very smooth it, it it's kind of like that when we got that contradiction mm. it was such a deviation from the bourbons we've been buying that it was really nice really nice i mean it smells like almost perfumey yeah i can see that yeah Well, you got me, dude. I have no guesses. <laughs> Things like I. spring water and rye. So spicy is the biggest one. Spicy. So, it's, so that's the rye, I'm sure. Yeah, that is right up front. Yeah. Corn, caramel, tobacco. I see tobacco. You know, caramel and tobacco together kind of could give me that. Yeah. Kind of what I'm tasting. Um, And also chocolate croissant. It does say like fruit and citrus and... They all uh, say that. They vanilla. just try and bullshit yeah. that yeah, yeah, stuff we, up. <laughs> we, we did kind of go through this with the last one. Like they're just, they're, they're just, just like, out there, man. They're looking for people like us who are just, oh yeah. You, now that yeah, you mentioned sure, it, now they're toasting the notes of cotton candy. And like then, yeah, just <laughs> pretending like we know anything yeah. about whiskey. <laughs> BS. That's funny. I think it's good. I mean, it's, it's delicious. It's one of the best ones I think I've ever had, actually. I'd be curious to know how much it is. Yeah. And whether or not I'll be buying it and <laughs> consuming it in the future. And we got to see if we can find it at BevMo. <laughs> yeah. Question is BevMo. That's what it always comes down to. <laughs> Ow. That's like with the contradiction you found it at BevMo. And that's Dude. been a regular for us now. Yeah. I've been buying that regularly. It was it's, it's a nice variation. I started drinking it every night and I was like, can't do this every night. It's a little bit too smooth. Yeah. For but every night. It's, it's a nice break away from like the sweeter four roses. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's a different kind of bite. Yeah. It's like it's just it's variation. I I've been learning that about whiskey. Although I've also been learning that whiskey is like the most expensive of the well, I guess it's probably not, because like cognac and stuff is probably more expensive. But like as I told you, I've been getting into rum a little bit to try mm. and prep myself for my vacation because I don't want to just sit and drink whiskey on the beach. I want to do a little bit of that, but I also want to drink something that feels like the moment. So I've been getting some rum. So, and rums just come from all different shapes and sizes. Yeah. The amount of sweetness that they'll pack into some, which I didn't, I didn't like. The that. others will be really spicy. Yeah, you can you can have it clear, fresh from yeah. the distillery, or you can have it barrel aged. Yeah, because um, I, I bet you that's why like whiskey and brandy and cognac are 
so expensive is it's so much more of a time commitment to make a single bottle. Yeah, probably. Like, I mean, yeah, there's barrel aged rum, but there's also a ton of clear rum out there that, yeah, you know, you can get it fresh from the still. Sure. We've all had Captain Morgan. Yeah. <laughs> Bacardi. Bacardi. Oh. <laughs> Malibu. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I don't like, honestly, my only experience with rum, because I've had it like when people like it, I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. I don't get too sugary for me usually. But when I went to Hawaii five years ago, whatever it was, we found this little joint like in Honolulu where we would come to you know, sit down and watch some live music, enjoy it near our mm-hmm. place we were staying and all that stuff. And they had this drink. It was, I remember it was like a $14 drink, but it was just a, <laughs> they cut the top of a coconut and just poured a must have been a bunch of rum in there. I don't know what kind of rum it was, but it was so good. Just rum and coconut milk. Oh, that was great. Well, that was like uh, down in Cabo. That was the first time I drank rum in a long time. Yeah. When that, we just spent that day getting blasted on pina coladas. <laughs> what day? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, the pina colada. Well, the they, thing is, I was just telling just, you. Sorry. Oh, I was just, yeah, they were so good. Yeah. Oh, those pina coladas, yeah. Oh. Well, so I was just telling you, if we ever do go back to Cabo, like, I want to get some good tequila. We were just buying, like, Patron and just taking shots the whole time we were there. And all <laughs> I could think of is, like, man, I've grown. I've grown so much, like, just taking shots. Because, like, by the end of that, you got indigestion every day, but you're taking it to get your, like, to have a good day. Because, you know, you're on vacation away from the kids. Have a well, shot yeah. first thing in the morning. You've had <laughs> two kids since then. So, yeah, yeah I think they just... They took it all out of you. Yeah, man. Well, <laughs> I've had sipping tequila before, you know, and, and it's good, especially like living down south. My uncle had a friend with, I can't remember the name of it. If I remember, I can shout it out. But like he had a local tequila that was delicious, man. It was a good sipping tequila and it's just also expensive. Yeah. It's like rum, vodka, <clears throat> that stuff's cheaper, which is cool because like I've been getting into rums and the fancier stuff isn't as expensive as fancy whiskey. Or fancy scotch, because yeah. that's obviously the most fancy. But is that because all scotch is imported? Uh, it is. It's, so it's because, you know, you have whiskey and brandy and even wine uh-huh. uh, and tequila, too. They're all, I don't know if regulated is the right word, but, like, legally you cannot call a spirit a tequila if it was made outside of Mexico. Really? Yeah. Huh. Um, same thing with like scotch and Irish whiskey, Canadian whiskey, obviously. Yeah. Like, like you can't make Irish whiskey outside of Ireland. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, but like cognac, cognac is a type of brandy that's made in cognac, France. Oh, so anything I made outside of that is just brandy. Was, I didn't realize cognac was brandy. Yeah. Have you tried brandy? You like brandy? I, it's all right. I haven't I had mean, it. I don't think I've ever had brandy. It's been a while. Like I've had Hennessy. That's pretty I, much oh, it. Oh, I didn't know Hennessy was brandy. Yeah, yeah I've cognac. had brandy. I'm yeah. pretty sure. Yeah, I want to try the good stuff. Yeah. I try the good stuff. Brandy makes me feel like, I don't know. It's such a 90s pop girl band name. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. I just, I mean, you, you, you got the curly mustache. <laughs> brandy. Like, you, you strike me as a. As a brandy guy. I strike you as a brandy fella. <laughs> you know, maybe a cigar. <laughs> Um, a pinstripe, uh, oh, a pinstripe shit. soup, er, soup. Excuse my language. A pinstripe suit and like those fancy, tiny little brandy glasses <laughs> that you, you know, with the pinky oh, yeah, out. Sure. 
Well, that that <laughs> rum that I had you try earlier today, this I brought it here because I'm going to have some here in a minute. But the Zaya, like I was reading about it and the thing that recommended it, and it recommended a certain kind of cigar to smoke with it, and I could not help but just imagine, like, okay, we've gotten out of the rum of like party spring break rum, and we've gotten, I've finally started to branch into like the rum that like dictators. <laughs> You know, like drink while having a cigar in their like military garb in South America, you know? I was like, that's where I want to get that good stuff. You know, get that feeling of it makes me want a cigar. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Give me the kind of rum that Fidel Castro would yeah. drink. Yeah. It's probably the good stuff. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Um, anyways, we've been, holy crap, we've been talking for like 20 minutes yeah. already, dude. Yeah, uh, quite the intro. Yeah. <laughs> so Dude, we were right. Very well, different energy. A little bit different energy, yeah. I'm going to have some of this rum. You want some? I'm going to have some rum. All right. Let me t- this is Zaya uh, changing it up a little bit. Have some rum. We had a little bit earlier, so. Now, is there an egg I can put in it? Uh, I have no <laughs> eggs. You're going to have to go up to the chicken coop. <laughs> Ooh, this stuff has such a strong smell, but it's so tasty. Oh, it's um, delicious. Let's talk about something else. All right, so this, yeah. It, our 12 listeners that actually listen might actually have something interesting. Because I can't imagine anyone's hanging around just listening to us talk about whiskey and stuff. Until Fat Tango makes it in other ways, then people yeah. might be interested in just hearing you and me talk. Um, but I, I would imagine if I'm listening to a podcast and I just listen, I don't know. I don't, maybe the episode with my know. mom. I mean, that was fun. We try and keep it. The, the point is energetic. We, we do this every week. Let's yeah. keep doing this every week because it's podcasting is about being who you are and sharing. It's not about um, overthinking. It's not about all that crap. God, look, it's so dark. It's, it looks so good. Oh, yeah. Um, so I wanted to talk about Balderdash. Yeah. The game. So yesterday, it won't be coming out. We haven't dropped four to tango yet. Apparently, we got to figure that out. Um, but we just did a, an episode of four to tango, which is, again, with mike lannon and ellis rodriguez where we played a game balderdash and it was me my turn to host i decided i wanted us all to play balderdash because as you know oh yeah balderdash is a huge game in our family everybody plays it everybody takes it very seriously very seriously there is literally at your dad's house there is his biggest winning Balderdash card <laughs> that he's the most proud of in the hallway. The Turkish spittoon <laughs> is the word, if you're curious. If you don't know Balderdash, it's about um, coming up with BS definitions and people and names, whatever the category is, and trying to convince other people that that's the best one. And my dad just destroyed with the Turkish spittoon, yeah. which I don't remember what the real definition was. <laughs> no, the Turkish was. spittoon was part of his definition. I don't remember oh, the word. Oh, that's right. It was that's, also known as a Turkish spittoon. And well, that's what did it. That's what made it so good. <laughs> it, well, I forget what it was. It was like something to do with uh, the, the rudder on a Viking or was it? Yeah, like a rudder uh, on Viking ship or something. Ship or something. Also known as a Turkish spittoon. <laughs> Dude, yeah. It was the dumbest thing it was so I'm, du- sure, I'm sure out of context balderdash answers aren't like super hilarious nah this is definitely a you had to be there <laughs> moment but man if you were there but if you've played balderdash <laughs> you know that these answers can be ridiculous or they can be super straightforward so walking that line of trying to bs everyone can be very tricky and that Turkish spittoon thing is what really... Oh, it, yeah. Anyway, so we brought that to Fort Tango, and we had a fun time. I think those guys really enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah, well, Ellis, first time ever playing the <laughs> game, freaking destroyed won. destroyed us. 
Yeah, well, destroyed us. I was hosting. Yeah. But hey, you got like three points. I got three. No, I think it was two. I have a paperwork here somewhere. Because in Balderdash, two. When two nobody <laughs> guesses the correct definition, the person who pulled the card gets, gets a the point. point. And and when you're just hosting, you don't really, you're not really playing. But it's just something to make you feel involved. Yeah. Well, I went. I was thinking like <laughs> I went through and tried to pick fun words and ideas and all that stuff, and I thought that that might help to make that. Yeah. Uh, give me a fighting shot. But Ellis just destroyed. Of course he did. He's like yeah. the most quick-witted, funniest of all of us. So he just like <laughs> just decimated. What's funny is his first his first answer was like super textbook when someone first plays Balderdash. Mm. Like it was. Hold on, I'm just gonna pull it up. But you know what I'm talking about, right? Like. Someone first plays it and they come up with a very straightforward answer to oh, try yeah. and like. So what was it? It was a uh, embrocate was the word, and he just put like when an embryo settles in the womb. <laughs> like, Which yeah, we've all been we've there. All if been you've there, ever your played first Balderdash, answer, yeah, is like yeah, that sounds like it would be reasonable, <laughs> but it's not that at all. In fact, I don't even remember what was the. And real then you've got Mikey's embrocate. definition. Oh, to moisten with lotion. Yeah, that was the real definition. Yeah, and then Mikey's definition was. Uh, I gotta find them. When two bros decide they don't need women in their lives anymore and decide to grow old together. <laughs> I liked yours too. What was yours? To sneeze and fart at the same time? <laughs> yeah. And that's so me and Mikey are Balderdash veterans. Yeah, you and can that's tell. that's the stuff that we come up with. <laughs> well, Ellis then just decimates. By the, la- yeah. the end of it, we did a, a he movie. He on quick. Well, and then by the end of it, we did a movie, The Wonderful Ice Cream Suit. And everyone had all these different definitions. But but he destroyed with that uh, children's cartoon from Sweden about a boy named Henfrey who wears a magical suit made of ice cream. And Mikey, like, could not believe that any of us would come up with the name Henfrey. I, I stand by this. All right. Henfrey does not sound made up. It doesn't. <laughs> Like the fact that and Mikey was so sure. No, none of you. You couldn't come up with Henfrey. No one comes up with Henfrey. Apparently, Ellis, Ellis comes does. up with Henfrey. <laughs> Freaking Henfrey. What a name. Oh. It, I want to write a character named Henfrey now really bad. A little Swedish boy. <laughs> well, we've got to write. My name is Henfrey. The wonderful ice cream suit. <laughs> like fan fiction. We should. We should do a, the wonderful ice cream suit. The whole, it, it should be about a boy named Henry with a magical ice cream. And he just goes around like, oh, welcome. Finding people. Oh, you're homeless. You must be so hungry. I am. I'm very hungry. Would you like some ice cream sleeve from my suit? He's just like... People eat some of his suit that's made of ice cream. And he feeds the homeless. And he saves the, the whole country. I love it. Love it, Henfrey. I mean, that's got to be on shenanigans. That's got to be better than the real plot, which was. Uh, it sounded was, uh, like a five rip- five men pull their money to buy a suit, and <laughs> there's more to the suit yeah, than they, they thought. Like, yeah, which isn't that literally the plot of <laughs> Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants? Yeah, but for a suit. <laughs> and where does the ice cream come into play? <laughs> Maybe one of the guys like spilled ice cream on it and it ruined the friendship because they were trying to get him to foot the dry cleaning bill and he didn't want to foot the dry cleaning bill. Well, there was more to the suit than they thought. Maybe maybe it was like a weird thing where like someone liked the suit and an ice cream parlor was like, you know what? That suit gets free ice cream forever. And all five of them were like, sweet. We all share this suit and get free ice cream at this Baskin Robbins. Maybe Maybe. it's that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah maybe it's that 
so dumb. <laughs> Maybe we should just watch the movie and find out. Oh, God. I wonder what year it was. We didn't even, like, it didn't say, right? I don't know. I wonder. I wonder when did Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants come out? Because I'm sure it was like two or three years after. What was it? It was like the. Oh, God. I can never remember that. That, like, there's the iconic, like, coming of age in the 70s boy story. What was it? Oh, um. Why can I not think of the name? Is it Days to Confuse? No, no, no. The one where the boys find the body. Stand by me. Stand by me. There it is. And then there's the like female version, which was the one with um, the boy that gets stung by the bees. And you know, this one, I don't know. Oh, my God. It's the afternoon. Why can I not think of that? Oh, You've been drinking whiskey and rum. Uh, best, you know, drinking whiskey and rye? Rum. <laughs> rum. Um, yeah. Way better. Oh, God. Don McLean. That was the uh, Rosie O'Donnell was in it. Um Hold Tarzan? On. No, he, yeah, it was Tarzan. A League of Their Own? <laughs> no, 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 no. You're just gonna name all the. T- you can, I guess, you can try. Maybe you'll hit it. Let's see. It was back know. in like the '90s. So, Harry at the Spy. Oh God, remember that movie? Impractical Jokers. Wait, no, that's Brian Quinn, not Rosie O'Donnell. Yeah, that's right. Shots fired. What was it called? I think it was Rosie O'Donnell. Am I misremembering? I want to ask Chelsea now. Oh, 2006. Why am I in 2006? Stupid IMDb. Oh, because I went to producer. <laughs> really? Yeah, I'm sure this is very entertaining Whoa, content. Bro. Looking up Rosie O'Donnell movies. A League of Their Own was Rosie O'Donnell's first movie. Really? I didn't know that. She had to have been like a personality Well, she was that. in multiple TV shows before okay. that. But A League of Their Own. That's kind of cool. I didn't know that. She's kind of not been. Well, I know well, she's, she's never the, been a movie. She's not star. on the View, is she? No, I don't, she was on the. Well, view. she was. Okay, so I'm not wrong about that. Now and then, that's the movie. Oh, you remember that okay, one? Yeah, it was like the 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 version, the female version of Stand by Me. I remember Stand by Me always stays in my head because well, it's iconic. But my dad, years ago, I found like some booklets from his writing and stuff. I don't know if you knew this. My dad wanted to write. Yeah, he I, to I write remember hearing about yeah. this a little bit. And he had this whole idea he was going to write a book. He loved the Stand By Me coming-of-age stories, mm. and he wanted to write one of those. And it all kind of fell by the wayside. Um, What was I? I was going to look up. Uh, oh, yeah, the ice cream. The wonderful ice cream suit. Oh, hey, it came. Joe Montagna? Tenya? The, the dude from uh, Criminal Minds and The Godfather? Part three? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Issei Morales, Edward Or James. the quarterback from the 49ers and the Chiefs. Well, let's see. Is it Joe Montana or Joe Montana? No, Mantegna. no, not Montana. Montana. Yeah, the Godfather. <laughs> the Godfather, uh, Baby's Day Out. Um, he was Fat Tony in The Simpsons. Oh, yeah. yeah. That dude. Okay, ooh, look at this cover art. The wonderful ice cream. It's just a white suit. That looks like a movie worth watching. Do you yeah, see that? Yeah, no, I, I want to see this movie. Just break this down real quick. I didn't see the, uh, let's see, what's the, let's you see know the what? year? Maybe that's our next episode <laughs> of Florida Tango is us doing we a rock. review of. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Critic review, 6.3 on IMDb. It's not great. It's what's a Disney movie? Tomatoes? It's a Disney movie. It's a Disney movie. Disney budget in it. What the? 
Oh my goodness. Okay, hold on, hold on. Let me just break down this picture real quick. <laughs> because this is, you have to see this. The wonderful ice cream suit. It is, I don't know which actor this is, because I don't know, but all five of them have Tom Selleck mustaches. Of course. So a little give you an idea of the era. Looks yeah. like late 80s, early 90s. Some of them in like cut off, uh, well not cut off, like, but yellow tank tops. If that tells you what era that was. But his, he's in a white suit that's glowing. I guess like vanilla? I don't know. And they're all just <laughs> hanging around with him like super excited and hyped on his on his suit. What? Okay, there's no Is, is there a tagline on this poster? Oh. Mm, the tagline is I, I must know is, what the tagline oh, is. 5 Oh, it's all blurry. It's probably something super 80s Hold like Hold on, I'm just going to Google it. It's got to be the like the wonderful because it, uh it's kind of blurry. Scream suit. Y'all went from went for the. Oh wait, there we go. Y'all went for like lawsuit too. Yeah, which I is went really for funny. Yeah. <laughs> five guys, one suit, pure magic. <laughs> we need to see this movie. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, uh, hey, any of the twelve of you out there? Find a way. Get in us... contact with us. Yeah. Hang around for the plug so you can contact us and tell us where we can find this movie. Uh, I want to see the reviews by the 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 news organizations, but they all get blurry once I zoom in. Okay, hold on. I'm going also, back. Also, speaking of that, real quick, I am so impressed that we had twelve listeners because I I have been saying like, oh, all two of you, all three of you. No, it's all <laughs> yeah, twelve right? of you. Look at that. Like, well, <laughs> maybe six. I mean, like you I, said. I've played it once yeah. at least an episode, although only like an episode. It was twelve total, right? Yeah, twelve total listens. I and think. we, we seven had listeners dropped four episodes. Three. So all seven of you, we dropped four episodes. Yes. So <laughs> that means <laughs> at least most of them listened to one episode and no more. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> so they're not coming back, bro. Hey, <laughs> welcome to the show. If you're new here, yeah. So know. it's it's really <laughs> hey, future Blake and Matt and Jr. <laughs> Who's listening? And Jr. <laughs> Blake and Matt and Jr. Man, why can I not find a a year? Directed by Stuart Gordon, written by oh, it's based on a short story by Ray Bradbury. Really? What is this so, wait, movie? Did Ray Bradbury write the Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants? Because <laughs> that still sounds. I mean, like what this movie is. Release date January nineteen ninety eight. Also known as Oterno Encantado. Oh, I, just so you know, I don't know why it says that. It just says also known as it's only an hour and 17 minutes. It's not even an hour and a half. It's like, <laughs> direct, is this a Disney Channel movie we don't know about? That's, That's gotta funny, be. Dude. Oh, there's a trailer and everything. Well, I guess if it's a Disney movie, it's probably on Disney Plus, right? Probably. I mean, well, that would be awesome if yeah. it was. I would watch it ads on freaking all right that's it we are going to start the uh wonderful ice cream suit podcast where every episode we rewatch this movie and give our newest thoughts getting noticed is a hard thing to do touchstone guys all for one one for all who are enchanted by one extraordinary suit all right gentlemen here we are one hundred dollar vanilla ice cream what 
What on earth? I, this is my new favorite movie. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Upbeat, says the Houston Chronicle. So it is. It's the suit that magically fits all of them. Magical. I guess so. Who is this dude? Oh, they can wash him. What? What is oh this? Oh my god! Don't eat juicy tacos. <laughs> Starring Joe Montaigne, Isai Morales, Clifton Gonzalez Gonzalez, Gregory Sierra, Sid Caesar, Edward James Olmos, and Edward James Olmos. <laughs> clothes may make the man, but only these clothes can make a man's dreams come true. <laughs> What is this movie? Apparently, we need to watch this. Oh my god! (laughs) I want to text Mikey and Ellis right now. Yeah, right. (laughs) Holy cow! What a tangent we went on, (laughs) right? Oh my god! I want to watch it. We should watch. We should make a we point. Should, we, yeah. we need to find it. That's that's gonna be Mikey's episode. Is he he is <laughs> going to be the judge in cream. Fat Tango Court about the wonderful ice cream? <laughs> Tell everyone why it's great. I don't know. I'm already convinced it's great. <laughs> I've got a feeling this will be one of those movies that is don't, so bad it's great. Don't like, don't drink in your suit. Don't smoke <laughs> in it. Don't get juicy tacos on. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, that's awesome. I'm so excited now. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's funny. I came with a bunch of stuff ready to go, <laughs> and we went on such a tangent with that. Yeah, well. Uh, hey, but now we have a new movie to watch. Yeah, seriously, the wonderful ice cream suit. That looks so <laughs> much fun. When you, when you see a movie in Balderdash, you kind of expect it's going to be like a 1940s B-movie. Yeah. It's going to be impossible to find. Or I didn't like, expect like, a 1998. Like some random propaganda yeah. film from the war. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Sign up to go fight the Germans. That looks like something that people would have seen. You know, yeah. like an ad for it Dude, or something. It had like it had stars yeah. in the cast. It's not another. It was a Disney movie. It's a Ray Bradbury story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How have we never heard of this? Oh, my God. It's, it, it it's got to be, be like, yeah, all of the best <laughs> moments were in the trailer. And all even the then, they were moments. the bad moments. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get juicy tacos on. <laughs> oh, my God. What were the things? This is family oh, records, yeah. by the way. We're yeah. supposed to talk about family things. And we end up drinking <laughs> and going on tangents. <laughs> well, okay. We should break from that. What are the family things you brought? All right. Well, so... I have another question have to pose to our two. audience. To our audience? Okay. Yeah. And I figure we can answer the question here like we do. Questions um, posed to you by Blake Sweet. So what's something in your family that everybody loves to make fun of? Interesting. A little variation on everything I love. Everything, yeah. Something everyone rips on. Yeah. Because ah. I... I I have an idea in mind of what ours is. What is it? Because right nothing. off the top of my head. So you've heard us talk about the Colombo Club before. Uh, we have name dropped our Uncle Dewey before. Yeah. Um. 
So Uncle Dewey is a very active member of the Columbo Club. Uh-huh. He gets their newsletter. He goes to all, or did at least in the before time, <laughs> went to all the, uh, uh, what is meetings? It? Yeah, all the meetings. I don't know if he went to all, but he went to a lot of them. Yeah, yeah. He, he was and active. He was always very quick to tell us what was on the menu whenever we went. <laughs> and there was only ever one thing on the menu, according to Uncle Dewey. <laughs> and that was Chicken Florentine. This is the weirdest joke. Yeah. When it started being funny to me, I don't know how to explain it. I, I can't explain this to a listener in the right way. Like, you would go, whole family, grandpa wants to go, the whole family's going, Uncle oh, Dewey's yeah. going we've too, so we're like, riding. We've got like 20 people yeah. riding in like four cars. Four cars. What are we having for dinner? We don't, anyone know? Because, you know, it could be different every time, whatever. But yeah, Uncle Dewey, always- the first time I heard it, oh, it's chicken Florentine. And it just, oh, okay, cool. Sounds good. And, and then, then it was And it'd be spaghetti yes. and meatballs. And then the next time you're going, what is it? Oh, it's chicken Florentine. Wait, you said that last time. No, no, no I think it was a mistake. You got it this time. Uh, it's raviolis. He just decided <laughs> to BS us. <laughs> Every, Every time, time. I've still not had chicken Florentine at the Colombo Club. And this is a guy, I can't believe every time that was what he was saying was going to be for dinner because he didn't know what it was we didn't know what it was we asked yeah. him he just goes i don't know i guess we'll find out yeah, yeah. you know this sure. is the guy who loves the colombo club so much he used to sneak in his own parmesan cheese <laughs> yeah he did he did and he we would found bring out it later you can just pocket. ask for it <laughs> <laughs> he would he would it was like a freaking mob like he was well, I don't know, bob boss but he was like sneaky as hell he'd pull it like <laughs> out of his sleeve like <laughs> <laughs> He'd be like, oh, I wish I had some Parmesan. And he would just reach into his sleeve and then toss you. <laughs> like Uncle bottle. Dewey's a guy we got to get on this show, dude. Dude, Uncle Dewey would be fun. He's the one that told me yeah. about uh, them living over the bocce uh, mm-hmm. tournament. He would be fun to have, too, with the, his history and his yeah. experiences. Like, this is that's what this should start to become uh, conversations with people. Like, how amazing would it have been to have Grandpa on here? I know. You know, just ask all these questions. Our grandpa grew up. Why you in- got a podcast? Go be a carpenter. <laughs> you waste your money doing that. You, how much do you pay for these microphones? Oh, that's too expensive. Well, you got a phone. You got a <laughs> yeah. tape recorder. You just record it there. People like it, then they come to you. Then you buy the microphone later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty nail uh. on the head for grandpa, huh? <laughs> Man, I think he would think this whole thing is cool. I was thinking about Grandpa uh, the other day. I was having this thought about just thinking about time. Like we think of all these eras before us as being so far away. And for some reason, I was on this tangent thinking about that. And I was thinking about Grandpa. I interviewed him in eighth grade for a book report that I was doing. Mm. Not, not a book, but a report you were doing on your family. And I learned that Grandpa like was in grade school during World War II. Yeah. In Italy. So he would have bomb drills and and real things where he would like be at his school and then it was alarms went off everyone's in you know we're all going to the basement there's al- he was in italy mind you so allied planes going because his government yeah, was allied with the right. axis powers and he grew up in mussolini's italy in mussolini's italy and and like running to it and then like seeing suddenly it shifted and then it ended but i was just thinking about like what that must have been like for him because he's in grade school that'd be like us remembering something like that being in like 
fourth, fifth grade, and yeah. then it like kind of ends. The world's still in a weird spot while you're going to middle school and high school. And then by the time you're like high school and graduating, things have kind of stabilized. But in your mind, well, do you remember running for cover because you might blow up? No. You know, like although you, I like big things have I think we were both in school when um like 9 11 yeah 9 11 yeah. that like that was a big thing that derailed everybody sure. well that's but kinda, that wasn't like direct with us we're on the west yeah. coast it wasn't us running and it wasn't us running for cover in drills and real life you know it wasn't yeah. too, it wasn't us trying to go to fourth and fifth grade oh well, i mean and more because it was world war ii yeah, you know having to years. worry about flyovers actually from, longer it was only five years that the u.s yeah. was involved but having to worry about flyovers from en enemy planes and combatants with bombs like yeah I, I just i just think about that then he went and then he moved here after he's coming to terms with the new world then he moves here and then it's like i mean although I just you think know, about that we, we as a country still don't trust people wearing their shoes at an airport so that's true but <laughs> i just imagine what that must have been like like growing into the 60s and the 70s 80s the modern day like your childhood was running from yeah I mean, american bombers That's, and, and english bombers and like it's just interesting to always have like, that that kind of interesting baggage well that's a weird thing too to think of because like americans kind of have their own version of patriotism like yeah. like even if we had a fascist dictator here and the good guys were attacking us like would we as americans have the humility to be like, oh, like we're the bad guys, they're the good guys. I want to go live there. Well, of course not. Well, and you, you think about it too, because that's like, that's kind of what happened with all the Italians that moved here. Oh, like leaving afterwards? Yeah. yeah, probably. Well, I mean, because Grandpa's the type that probably saw that. You know, at the time, I'm sure he was a kid, so he didn't recognize it. But there, I'm sure I can imagine, because like Mussolini, even before, oh, yeah, Mussolini before, was a dick. <laughs> well, but even Mussolini before, like Hitler, like there was the socialist rise to communism in Russia, but then this was like socialism not communism yeah you know what i mean and it was like kind of it's it, it existed at the time but this is the first time you had a socialist regime taking over uh like a full socialist regime i know there's variants oh. and all that we live in a world of different well, variations it's like fascism all, but like, in and of itself right is a it was fascism it. Yeah. well that, that's what I, I guess that's what i mean it was that unique brand of right. socialism right it was fascism which I'm sure people bought into because, like, at the time, it's like, okay, well, socialism, no one's really going for it because it's not doing this. Well, if we try this version of it with this, like, fascist take, then we're going to be able to give everyone everything that they need and all this stuff. And I'm sure a lot of people bought into it. Uh, so then you when, have to have, yeah, right? Well, and then all the things that I mean, led to the war and Mussolini, them being part of the like, Axis powers. a march on Italy's capital. Yeah. Like, that's what I'm I, saying. Like, you, people that, enough people buy into it that I'm sure there was division in the country. Oh yeah, well you know? that's they switch sides halfway well, through both yeah. world wars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the Italian way. <laughs> that's like that mobster instinct. Like, hey, yeah. we just want to win. Yeah, <laughs> whatever benefits us. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I don't know. I just see something about that is going to be thinking about the turmoil of the past, and 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 you know, we're kind of in turmoil, like tumultuous times now too. But I just thinking about grandpa. You know, like what that must have been like to grow yeah. and, and shift and like to move to a whole new world uh, and, and, and a whole new culture and raise your kids in this whole new. And it's so funny because. Yeah. Well, and he was very much that parent that was like, no, I want my kids to grow up and be Americans. Yeah. He didn't want them to speak Italian. I mean, which is funny to me because him and, and grandma still listened 
to a bunch of Italian music. And, you well, know, they, they go did back that immigrant and they visit thing. Italy every yeah. year. And <laughs> but they were like, yeah. no Italian. Like they talk, they would talk to each other. Not a little bit, not like, a lot. I actually, I because you don't have as many memories, but I remember them would always speak in English to each other. When, but I don't know when private we that'd be a good one to have dewey or or my yeah. dad or someone on to talk about like i wonder well and that's a thing so my grandpa on my dad's side um actually i think this was at the funeral uh-huh came up to me and told me like the first time that he and my grandma had met gino and angie uh-huh um like they came over to dinner and the first thing gino and angie did was apologize for their accents oh wow yeah like like just times were so strange back then that that was a thing you felt the need wow. to do like oh yeah i'm sorry i you know i grew up in a different country i don't speak english that yeah well. yeah well, it's kind of cool that america has kind of become the melting pot where that's more accepted yeah that is cool i love I, that i like yeah i like growing up and you hear people with different accents speak yeah. in different languages but you can it's, understand it's, that time yeah. like late 50s early 60s you can understand at that time like that was the beginning of all this. Yeah. You know, well, the modern version of it, obviously, in like industrial revolution, there's whole different immigration issues and all this stuff. But that's fascinating. And the thing is, like, when when they met, that must have been, what, the 80s? 80s. It must have been like the 80s, right? Uh, yeah, because it was... Because your mom and dad started dating yeah, in like high school. they were school. dating. That was why... So had dinner that's together. the 80s. That's interesting, too, because in my mind, maybe it's because it's been so long, but in my mind, grandma didn't have an accent. She, I mean, maybe a little bit, but grandpa had that because grandpa had those hearing uh, hearing problem his whole life. I, I love this story. I don't know if I told you this, but like grandpa, when I was doing that report, he told me that um, the government, because the fascist government, like everyone, it's kind of a socialist thing. Like, yeah. Okay, well, there's this issue here with the tonsils. So we are offering a free it was a, I think it was two kids in each family you can choose have their tonsils out to avoid this particular issue that can cause hearing issues. And grandpa's two of his brothers were chosen to get their tonsils out to do this thing. And then he's the one that had the oh. <laughs> and yeah, I think he had to get them out late years later or whatever. But yeah, like it spread from his tonsils up to his ears, and that's his whole hearing thing. It's a disease. I did that not he had. know that. Yeah, it wasn't that just that he was old. You didn't and know. It just that? happened to be he lost the lottery. He just lost the lottery. His brother, <laughs> like two, I think it was two of his brothers. Maybe it was sisters too. I don't know. But two of his siblings got the treatment. It was like a premeditated just in case because it was a thing that yeah. kids were having, having, and only like two for family. And they were a big family. And <laughs> so he didn't get chosen. And then like he he's had hearing aids since he was like younger than us, bro. Yeah. Like or not maybe not hearing aids, but he's had hearing issues since before like well, he was and he, he younger than us. So many surgeries and yeah. like doctors have tried a lot of things. Apparently this random disease in italy that happens in your tonsils i can't i have to find the like name of it but like, no match for mass or western <laughs> medicine is no match for it well i think because it was already so far gone yeah i think the problem if i remember what he said is like you can kind of detect it early on but because they had already gotten it free and because of the na nature of because it was like you know socialized medicine yeah. in, in fascist italy like because of that because it was hard war times and stuff especially like you are granted this many so grandpa like had the early signs, but because they'd already given it, he didn't get to go get any treatment oh. for it, like because it wasn't life threatening. It's you know, I mean, there's it's a whole other conversation about like you know resources and all that stuff, and you know, but it's like it's messed up. 
Yeah. Like this really sucks. Can you imagine? Like, and you can't even go get it treated and until it was too late, starts to get it treated. But that's a long time. But that makes sense why his accent never fully cured. He'd been here by the time well, he passed. Cured might be the there, wrong but, word. Well, but yeah, he never, he never fully the right yeah, like, acclimated. Right. To, uh, well, because accents tend to. Well, no, because you know what? That's I shouldn't say that. I mean, obviously, I work in contracting, but so like I deal with all kinds of people with all kinds of accents, and accents not the issue because if you communicate, you can communicate. You know what I mean? Like, but at grandpa's it was it was communication. Right. But like grandma, to me, Grammy's accent kind of softened. It seemed softer there, than grandpa's. There were, like, I I wasn't around for all that long before Grammy passed. Yeah. But, like, I do remember there being a handful of words. That would, like, you'd notice. Yeah. Well, like, my favorite one was the McDonald's. Oh, yeah. Or it'd be McDonald's. <laughs> no S. Don't know why. McDonald's. <laughs> Yeah. Do you remember? Did you ever remember Grandma, Grammy making you cheesy eggs? No. Is that not a memory you get to have? That's a bummer. Me and Tatum and I remember even like Sarah, baby food I think, got and a grapes. <laughs> you remember that, huh? <laughs> no, I remember Grandma. That was the thing. Whenever we would stay over there, she'd make us cheesy eggs. And we all, Ooh. like, it's so funny because I'll make it every now and then here too, but it's like, it's just not, I don't know what she did. But it was the best. You'd wake up at Grammy's and she'd just be making just eggs with a bunch of cheese, just cheesy eggs. And apparently that's not that common of a way to make eggs. You know? Hmm. <laughs> like I don't I don't know. Like I've met a few people over my in my life that'd be like, You're putting cheese in the eggs? I'm like, Yeah, I'm like just regular eggs. scrambled eggs, yeah, right? Just scrambled eggs with a bunch of cheese, make well, them all just, gooey and it's just there's cheese and omelets. I mean, people it's, put it's cheese on omelet eggs, that's yeah. Not... So it's just scrambled omelet. Yeah. <laughs> It's an omelet that's already pre-cut. Yeah, no, that's yeah, but I, that's the memory we have of, of. I always remember those cheesy eggs. How about the biscotti? I don't no? think so. No, man, there's only like, a handful. We've just of had things. just like, enough of an age gap where you're missing some of those things. Like, yeah, she always had. I remember biscotti. Grammy's soup. She Which, did like the. Um, well, you know her sauce like a, well because yeah. your mom makes her sauce freaking. Like but she had this soup imitation. recipe. It was like a lentil soup or like a. It, it was a similar kind that. of soup to like Banchero's. Oh, like a minestrone. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Whatever kind of soup that was, and she had actually, she had come up with the recipe by going to that Italian restaurant Banchero's and having huh. their soup and just messing around. I, I do remember that. That was like Grammy's superpower was if she ate a dish, she'd know how to cook it. Huh. Just, just great at that. Yeah, you know it's funny. I had a, I be like, oh, okay. There's there's a little bit of onion <laughs> in here. Is that is that cumin? I wish I could <laughs> do that. I I remember I was working in uh, Castro Valley with my dad uh -huh. years ago, and he we were up there, and he's like, hey, don't bring a lunch tomorrow. I was like, okay. And we're working in Castro Valley. I'm like, why don't we bring a lunch? He's like, I want to take you to this deli. Like, okay. And then he takes me there, and he's like, this was your was Grammy's like favorite italian shop deli kind of it was like it's an italian market and deli mm. and it feels like you walk into it and it's in castrovella just on the street and it feels like you're stepping back into like the 60s like oh it's awesome. really cool dude and we got these sandwiches were amazing and like but apparently grammy would make special trips for italian that was the place that was there when they were kids and she couldn't get this stuff in the grocery store like you can now 
You know what I mean? A lot of that mm. stuff. So like some of the pastas and things that she would use, she would go all the way to Castro Valley to pick <laughs> up just so she could. And it's so funny because it's like just just to cook. Like, God, what a different world. Like they used yeah. to, she used to like every month she'd, was it once a month? I think she would call her sisters in Australia, our Australia family, and just talk for a bunch of time. They would save much money. Grandpa hated it because it cost them a bunch of money, right? <laughs> like, but that was Grammy. Like, no, I'm talking to my sisters. And my dad always, always says that, like. If Grammy was alive today, I think she'd be all over Facebook. Oh, And it makes yeah. total sense. Like, yeah. we've been able to connect with so much family from all over the world that we otherwise would have lost well, touch and with. Like, think about it. Not, not only her, but, like, just her branch of the family yeah. is so tight. Like, they're, that's Nancy. Yeah. Uh, we've talked about on the show yeah. is that side of the family. Um, Uncle Robert. Uncle Robert is very connected. We have family all over the place. Yeah. (laughs) We have family all over the place. And our Uncle Robert has met like every single person. And he has been everywhere. We have a big family, right? A big family. And he's from a side of the family. It's not even connected to our grandfather. It's it's our grandmother. And Uncle Robert has made a point of going. He's gone back. He's been to Hawaii and into the, or not Hawaii, uh, Hawaii, Australia, and he's been out there to see like the out in the dunes family. He's visited literally like every family. He's been yeah. to Italy to visit the nuns, dude. Dude, we got cousins, cousins, aunts, great aunts, aunts that are aunts. nuns they were, in Italy. So it's his sisters. Yeah, it's his sisters. Yeah. He's the youngest, right? Yeah, and he's the baby, and that's why he doesn't have an accent. Yeah, yeah, he has no. Yeah, <laughs> Uncle Robert sounds like he grew up. Well, he did grow up. <laughs> but he's the baby. Yeah, he's like my dad's age, a little older, but he's been everywhere, dude. He went where Grammy's from. Um, yeah. What's it? Oh, Del- Dude. Dolonio? Uh, oh, I'm going to mess oh, it up. Oh, we're going to. Oh, no, Daniel. Oh, no, Daniel. Oh, no, yeah. Daniel. I believe it's Oh, no, Daniel. I'm going to make sure. No, that's that's right. <laughs> but he's been out there and like, this is a place where grandpa and grandpa, grandpa and grandma like wouldn't even always go. Like grandpa hated it because it was such a trek to try that. Like back in the 70s oh, yeah. and well, stuff, go to even, Italy and then you'd go way up into the mountains past still, Milan. It's like a tiny, tiny <laughs> little town. Exactly. Oh, yeah. You know, just way out in the wilderness. Not wilderness, yeah. but it's remote. Oh, no, Daniel. That's right. Look at that. You know, it's, it's funny. I'm looking at it here, dude. It is high up in the, in the top of Italy, the very tip top of the boot up in the mountains. East of Milan, north of Verona. Yeah. Yeah, no. Uncle Robert has been... Like, I went to college in Billings, Montana. And, like, I'm talking to Uncle Robert about it at my high school graduation Uh party. He's like, oh, Billings. Yeah, yeah. You've got... You know, you've got this cousin and that cousin. Oh, wow. He's like, I've been there 20 times. Oh, Wait, do we have family out there? Uh, Not anymore. They moved... I think to Oregon. Have you met Kit and Janet? Oh, I think so. Yeah. Maybe not. I don't know, but I know the name. Yeah. That was, that uh, was I never like the met these guys. They're like stenographer. They're or like something. cousins of cousins of cousins. He knows but, everyone. Yeah. That's nuts. I didn't know it in Billings. Billings, freaking Montana. <laughs> when I told him we were going to France, he was like, Oh, I haven't been to France. We were up at the airport there. Like, oh, okay. But if you're going to Europe, this is what you need to know. <laughs> <laughs> if this in the pocket this is about- what's funny about it is all of his uh recommendations are like clearly from an older generation make sure you have 100 euros in your pocket at all times here i'll bring you 100 euros you can just have it and pay me back whatever you know what i mean like <laughs> and then when you take a taxi do this and this is how you do it and this is how you do it. and i'm like when's the last time you went to italy or you know to europe because i'm thinking in my head like taxi 
You know what yeah. I mean? It's 2020. You know, taxi. Yeah, yeah, no. We went last year. We took a taxi here, and I'm like, I. Then we went there, and I didn't use any of his advice because you can Google anything on your phone. You know what I mean? It's like <laughs> we're using Uber to get around. They just go right where you need. You don't even need to know the language. They know exactly where you're going because the yeah. You know, like Robert's like old school though. Yeah. Like this is. He's like, you need to get this kind of card for the pay phones. <laughs> like. I, back in the day, he Robert, was got, Google. Yeah, I got a freaking cell phone. I, I got it figured out, bro. You can just sign up for it. And he doesn't do any of that. But it's uh, it's really funny. Well, I mean, it's got to be hard when you were the Google of the family to accept that you've yeah. been replaced by Google. Yeah, nowadays it Robert work is that still, way. to some degree, he's the guy. If you're going anywhere, anywhere in the world, if you're traveling, you've got to give Robert a call and like, hey. Yep where's all the hot spots here you may like, even be there when you go yeah remember you might right, just run into them remember right before covid they are our, our all of our parents were planning on a big you know f us kids screw yeah. <laughs> we weren't allowed to go but all the parents were planning on a big uh trip to italy remember and it was yeah. like they were gonna line it up with robert and his trip because he goes every freaking six months or whatever it is <laughs> and uh and it got canceled because of covid it's so that that's a bummer because all of our our parents yeah well, they've been- never been and they were their whole lives they've been ready dying to go, go so dying much. to go and what's funny is grandpa i remember all the years have you heard grandpa talk to them about it hey, no. we're going to italy dad my dad be like we're going to italy dad we're going to june he'd be like why <laughs> <laughs> we're going we want to go to ono daniel oh, no that's far don't waste your money you don't go up there like just if you're going to go to that go to rome or or and, and, and they're like no we're going to go we want to go and see the places He's like oh if you're going to go to italy you got to sign up for the the tours and he would tell them like grandpa Loved oh, yeah. going he on the tours. Did all the tours. And the- it is, he didn't realize they were all for seniors. He'd be like, Yeah, it's like fifty bucks and you sign up for this and you go do that. And we're like, Okay, I'll go look into it, Grandpa. Like, oh, because oh, you're 80, bro. <laughs> yeah. I don't get to go on those tours. <laughs> like, if I want to do that exact same tour, it's gonna be triple the cost, dude. <laughs> and I have to go in the busy months. You get to go in the off months. Oh, uh. uh, no, but he, it was so funny. He like didn't, yeah, it's unnecessary because they were, I, I shouldn't say that because grandpa was already passed when they were planning this, but they were planning like years back. They were planning one member yeah. and then they got delayed. This was like, this at was one point it was one. like when I graduated high school, then the idea was yeah. going to be when I graduated college yeah. and then I graduated college and then they were like, yeah, we're just going to go just the parents. What's funny is we, we talk all this. No one's <laughs> ever been out there and they just go the parents, but, but my sister, Sam just went yeah she lived, she lived there, there for, <laughs> and learned uh, italian yeah <laughs> lived there for what three no not three months it was longer than that and sarah went and stayed there for some time sarah right? went and visited for a couple weeks i believe yeah um that's my magnet of the pope that i got on my fridge that was, it's out there. <laughs> sarah brought that back for me but um of course yeah. and sam came back fluent in italian it was kind of cool wait does is the pope wearing a t-shirt that says my sister went to the vatican and all i got was this lousy magnet <laughs> with the <laughs> of the pope wearing nah. a t-shirt with that you know what the bummer is, is i keep all the magnets i keep them on my mini fridge outside and most of them are fine but apparently that one wasn't a great quality because it's faded i just one day i went out there and i was like oh bummer it's all well, faded out you know it wasn't made in america <laughs> yeah that's why american <laughs> bro we are we went a little long today yeah we, should we probably did we've start still wrapping got an up. interesting archive yeah, yeah yeah bring it to me it's a little longer one today who cares give me an interesting archive all right here's one okay all right so marie antoinette actually she's the let them eat cake person right marie antoinette uh wife of louis the 17th 19th yeah 19 was there a 19th 
That's yes, right. You're, 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 you're the French I, history guy, right? I Let them eat cake. That's her quote, right? Been to Versailles, and I went to Marie Antoinette's. Uh, she has her own had her own palace on the property, and I've been oh, there. Very cool. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So Marie Antoinette had commissioned the construction of a fully functioning peasant village, so that she could enjoy strolling in simple shepherdess garb, pretending to live a simple life, mil- milking cows and sheep. Hold up. What? Marie Antoinette had commissioned an entire fully functioning peasant village so she could pretend to be a peasant. (laughs) Marie Antoinette was into LARPing? Yeah. (laughs) Well, hey, you know what? Let her have cake. I mean, mean, or food out of the garbage cans, you know. (laughs) She built her own peasant village village like, and then went in there and they all had to pretend like she was just a peasant no do you think they had to pretend or do you pretending think pretending to be a peasant with the security of being a monarch <laughs> well and oh do you, my god she do you think the peasants knew or do you think because they're uneducated illiterate peasants they're just like you she probably could have gone by oh, marie antoinette and they might god. not have known yeah that's a fair point for all we know she was they had no idea but still that's yeah just wow do you <laughs> I'm sorry. That's Just, that's you, nuts. So you mean to tell me you didn't go to Marie Antoinette's peasant village? Uh, I did not go to her peasant village. All right. Well, you got to gotta go back to France now. I think it was Marie Antoinette. I'm, I feel like I might be getting that wrong. I need to brush up my French history. Yeah. Um. <laughs> no, bro. That's God. That's funny. So she got to like go live. Oh, I'm a peasant milking the cows, now, and then like think- go home and feast. Yeah. And, uh, like, have her servants clean her feet for. Her. <laughs> oh man! That's oh nuts. my god! Okay, on so, the topic of her, before we move on, so her palace had a cool thing that I really loved, and I never knew this was a thing before electronics and stuff. Uh-huh. So she had a there was like these open vents, like it was like a system, like a big tube, like at the top of all these rooms in the palace. Right? This was a smaller palace, you know. It was like not Versailles. It was only like, what, 10,000 square feet or whatever, (laughs) you know, like, um, only (laughs) 10,000 square feet. So what it was, was there was a room that she would hire an orchestra and musicians and they would go up into a room in a central upper chamber in the palace. And this room that had tubes that like ran out in all directions to all the rooms. So they had freaking surround sound. They're not surround sound, but they had like a, a sound system that like an orchestra or a quartet or whatever would go up there and play. And because the sound would just go out shh, all these areas, you could hear it in all different areas of the house because they just built it. So the acoustics would carry all over the place. So was Marie Antoinette just like the original Kardashian? <laughs> <laughs> like, Bro, apparently. <laughs> Actually, no, no. We can't even say that. The Kardashians have yet to live up to having a village built <laughs> where they can so pretend can to be non-Kardashian. <laughs> Step up your game, Kim. Oh, man. I don't know if that's true. Wasn't like Kanye building a village for like his I, church or whatever? He moved to Wyoming Although, and they started building yeah, it. Yeah, to be fair, apparently Kim was like out. <laughs> she had no time for that. Yeah. But, but yeah, no, he did. He like bought a giant like town-sized ranch yeah and started building like a factory on it and yeah he was building like completely completely sustainable um i forget what it was it's from for his congregation wasn't it because he's like real religious now yeah it yeah he built something for his church 
He's that's a, he's wild, an man. Character. It's cool that he's I, doing stuff for people and all that stuff. But when I listened to him on Rogan, I was just like, bro, it's not very humbling listening to you tell me how humble you are over and over and over again. <laughs> I guess Michael Jackson also had his own theme park built. Kind of that's the same fair. idea. Oh, no. But... <laughs> But Kanye's going down that path. <laughs> I don't know. I think Marie Antoinette still got it though. I think that's. I think the record for like biggest, most extra. That is pretty I don't, I don't know. extra. Like I don't even know what to call Her that. Own is personal there personal LARPing village? Yeah, man. Like most over the top LARPing. Wow. I, You'd think that like in that time. I mean, I'm sure there were kings and stuff that came up with stuff like that for. Going on like like a video game style, yeah. You know, like I want to build this like no a little village back then. There yeah, were no movies. Commission my own village and do people pretend dragon there, and I'm gonna go in and conquer the dragon and feel like a badass. But <laughs> like, she just wanted to be she a milkmaid. Just wanted to be poor. That's that's funny. That's. Do funny. you think that's like? Was it a Christmas present? Did it take like twelve <laughs> days to go through? Because I'm pretty sure that. Like what? That's the half of those are things that happen in a peasant village, God, right? Antoinette. I just can't even Maids imagine. Maids of milking like, and oh my, this cow needs a milking, and I am a mere peasant woman with a responsibility. <laughs> wow, miss, your French is really good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've got dirt on my knickers. <laughs> Do they have knickers? That was an English thing. I don't know. I don't know. We're, I mean, we're doing English-ish accents. So. <laughs> That's just what you do when you do European, <laughs> yeah, right? Just, just foreign. It, it'll be some random. <laughs> you know, next thing you know, we're going to be impersonating Winston Churchill. <laughs> I'm Winston Churchill. Winston Churchill, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love England. That's so dumb. <laughs> yeah, I stopped the Nazis. That was me. Uh, <laughs> you can call me Vincent. <laughs> Vincent? Vincent? Vincent. You can call me Vincent. Vincent Churchill, I the just... lesser known younger brother of Winston. <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah, Marie Antoinette just... Oh, man. Right? Like, that's... I can't believe you didn't know that after no, you, like, stopped me mid-reading and was like, oh, I've been to her palace. I've been to her palace. They didn't have a I, plaque for that there. I legitimately thought you were going to say, oh, I've been to her peasant village. <laughs> and it's like, oh, I was so excited. I got something. <laughs> All right. Uh, we should we should probably uh, yeah, start probably. wrapping it up. We're a little bit over here. That was fun, though. Yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Anyways, we're going to keep it simple, keep it a plug. We've also decided, we'll just say this one time, we're not going to try and come up with a record anymore. We are going to just title this the record of whatever we come yeah. up with, right? We don't want to overthink it. We yeah. just want to have a good time. We've decided we're way too bad at it. Yeah, we're not very good at it. So <laughs> we're just going to kind of, we're just going to kind of do it the way we've been doing it. So that it doesn't get slow and boring. We'll do some plugs real quick. My name's Matt Rodolfi. You can find me on Twitter at Matt Rodolfi. You can also find me on TikTok at Matt Tango. Uh, I also do a podcast that is now up called They Might Be Bronies that I do with Michael Landon, where we watch an every episode of My Little Pony, and we are finding out if we might be bronies. We also do Ford Tango, which we mentioned today, uh, with Ellis Rodriguez and Michael Landon. Plugs, Blake. Uh, yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at Blake Sweet Comic, and I occasionally use TikTok as well at BSBS Comedy. Yeah, um, yeah, and I'm on two of the three th shows yeah. that you just plugged. I just so. gotta plug one of us will plug them every time, yeah. right? <laughs> we might right. rotate it. We might not. Yeah, we'll see. We think we do a lot of stuff together right now. Yeah. So, <laughs> anyways, thanks for hanging out with us. If you did indeed hang out with us, and um, if you'd like to see us again, we'll be here next week.
Yeah. Take care, y'all. Peace out. This has been a Fat Tango production.